It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's Superhero Slate. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. My name is Jason. And this week, Deathstroke is making his own movie. Uh, they've cast Fandral from the Thor The Dark World as Shazam. We're gonna t- that's that's wild. Uh, the Venom movie is really happening, Jason. They, they have threatened us for so long, and now they're actually pulling the trigger. We shall see. And more. So... Uh, as you guys can probably tell, Mike is not here. He is uh, moving this weekend, um, so I'm going to jab at him. But I even moved from states into a house, and I still recorded. But he can't even move down the street to another apartment and, and handle it. So you know what? Priorities. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I know I know where the slate is on my list. Um, and then we have, I guess it was Jason. Jason's filling in. Um, yes, big shoes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess. I mean, I know I'm the the, the, the main star of the show here. Mike's just second, second. Well, you told fiddle. me yesterday you do all the work, and I just sit here and agree with you. Yeah, so that's we'll right. We that. just react. You yes, just react. react. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 We like Mike. Mike does the artwork. We wouldn't have any artwork without Mike's skill. So, and and, and more. He's got opinions. I guess. Uh, full of those. So, Jason, tell us a little bit about yourself, and and you know, um, I we met at the comic book store, the destination. Yes. And ever since then, we've run into each other at a concert on a weekend. Yes. Uh, comic conventions, just kind yes. of out and about. And Actually, I, we met at Free Comic Book Day okay. two years ago. Okay. And I had just started listening to your podcast a month or two beforehand. Really? So I approached you and said, hey, my name's Jason. I just want to let you know I'm a big fan of Superhero Slate. So you, Mike. And that's when that conversation, you blew my mind when I had no idea you guys were in separate time zones <laughs> doing the show. See, it just sounded so seamless yeah. on the podcast. Well, well, thank you. We we, we, we try. And it, yeah, I always forget he's in a different time zone because when we text each other, it's in our, our own time. And we're just like, yeah, just auto adjust. So. Right. So yeah. And then uh, I ran into you at a Southern Culture on the Skids concert. Yes. And that's where I got to say, you know, we have a lot of super fans and I, I saw you specifically <laughs> tell other people about the show yes so I, I know I know you're a super fan of the show yes so. very much so I've got some other friends listening to the show so uh, um, I'm sure yes. be glad to hear you on here hopefully <laughs> and then uh, yesterday uh, I guess this is kind of what we've been doing was the Derby City Comic Con we spent that at and I worked at the DNN booth and then also at the destination. And then you were there looking around. I didn't get a follow up with what you got to do, but like, what, what do you end up we, doing? Well, I ended up purchasing a couple of uh, Daredevil comics. Okay. Uh, Frank Miller, um, issue number one, Giant Size. Okay. Then decided to wait in line for Jim Stranko. Okay. Tell me what he... I'm not as big into him as, as most people. So when I see his name, I'm like, I don't know what he did. A lot of Nick Fury, Captain America. Um, I'm not a very big fan. I'm, I don't know much about him, but he was there. I know he's an icon. Okay. It's worth me getting yeah. in line just to get something and get an autograph. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the line was only 10 to 15 feet long. And it took us an hour just to process those 15 people because he talks and talks and but, talks and I was warned about it yeah and he looks just like the collector from the Guardians of the Galaxy I saw a picture online and he's yes. got the hair back and the gray and like yes. the big smile he and, looks yeah. the sunglasses he is uh, much very much a talker yeah 
getting frustrated a little bit. It's taking that long yeah. just to go that. But once I got to meet him and he signed a piece for me, he made it real personal. Yeah. It is worth the hour wait yeah. just to talk with him for that minute and a half, two minutes. So, so, so everyone else got more minutes than you got is what you're trying this to tell one, me. Well, this one couple, good 40 minutes. Really? Wow. People were getting frustrated. Yeah. And the handlers couldn't get him to move. And he yeah. just talked and talked. But, man, it's his world. I mean, yeah. this is – I. The, it was worth it for that wait when so, I got my so, minute or two. So why did you get the Daredevil? I, I know why you got the Daredevil books. Yes. So why did you pick I, up specifically these Daredevil issues? I got the issues. Uh, I into Hot Toy figures. Uh-huh. So I am um, getting these Hot Toy figures, one to a shelf, and I'm trying to get an iconic comic behind the figure. So when I started this project about a year ago, uh, Mitch from Destination mm-hmm. I was talking with him. He's like, well, I'm going to uh, Chicago, uh, C2E2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take him and he's like, yeah, give me some money and I'll pick up some comics for you. So in my head, I was thinking just cool covers, recent covers. Mm-hmm. So he came back a week later and he went retro with me. Yeah. Old school Hulk, Thor, and a Captain America. And I was like, I didn't even think about going that avenue. Yeah. And it's just, Mitch just did it. And I was like, you know what? This is cool. So now I'm getting these retro mm-hmm. comics. Uh, my Vision, I've got the first appearance of Vision. Yeah. Uh, Avenger 57. Got that as a gift from one of my brother-in-law. Is that the one where he's like on the cover, towering yes. over everybody? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah. So I've, I'm finally whittling down... Um, because you were looking for a Black Panther. Did you find a Black Panther? Did not get a Black Panther. Okay, didn't get a Black Panther. But I did get the Groot, um, Tales of Suspense, Suspense the, Issue uh, 8. From Earth X, Creature from yes. Earth X, yeah. Got that cover. Yeah. So I'm going to put that behind my Groot. Um, so yeah, it's coming along That's, slowly. And it's just the whole thing is the hunt, trying to find these issues. Well, if you got them all done in one go, it wouldn't be nearly as fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Derby City, to me, um, I've gone the past several years and... It's small. It's a small convention by by all means, but like it's, it's fun. Like I I found a lot more there than I thought I would. Right. And it was so small and just had a good time. Like what little bit I did get to go around. It's one of my favorite uh, cons, just because I want toys and comics. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see all three Red Rangers, <laughs> professional wrestlers. I, I'm just there for the comics and for the illustrators and the writers. Oh yeah. Uh, talk to Matt Nixon. Uh, for a little yeah. bit from Image, his retcon comic. Yeah, he's been at the store. He's a big fan of that yes. I love seeing. He's, we interviewed him. Uh, we filmed an interview with him and Mitch. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, for for Bag and Beard, and he's he's a really cool guy. Yes. Yes. Uh, for someone who's worked on like Wolverine like issues and and started his child Logan. Yeah. Like yes. just so down to earth. I, yeah. I, I agree. He's he's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, I was there. I got two. I'm a big Aqua Teen Hunger Force fan, if people know me. And I was there. The voice actor for Frylock was there. Yes. Carrie Mean. So he actually drew the villains. I got, I got a piece here. And then he signed it for me. Uh, Chris, we are Sofa King, we Todd Ed. Uh, which is a line from Billy Witch Doctor episode. Nice. Um, so he, he drew this work. He did. I mean, I was I walked up. No one was there uh, except some people who were like dressed up in like anal, Japanese animal costumes. And he was like, uh, trying to get away from them. So I got, I was his first purchase today. Got a selfie, that rounds out my Aqua Teen voice cast. So I've at three different conventions, Lexington, C two E two, and now Derby City. I've met all the voice actors mm-hmm. in that show. So that was a big deal for me. And then I bought some trades. Um, you can't see them because I've already put them up. But right, one of my big ones is War of Kings. I finally bought the 
the full trade for War of Kings. I don't know if you've read that one or not. No, I've not. So that's um, essentially Cyclops and Havoc have another brother, Vulcan, who has taken over the Shi'ar Empire because he's like a Omega level mutant, and he's like attacking the Inhumans. And Black Bolt's like, no. So it's Black Bolt versus. Yeah, she says no. Uh, he says a lot in this one. Uh, so it's Black Bolt versus the uh, the third Summers brother. So it's, okay. it's a really good... That's where the, the cosmic side of Marvel started to come back into play. Because you got um, you know, Ronan the Accusers coming back. You meet the Inhuman family a little bit more. Because I don't think the Inhumans have been around since you know, early 2000s at that point. So Right. Yeah, so it's pretty good. I, I got that in a couple of Ultimate Trades as as usual, trying to round that out. So I, I had a good time. I mean, yes. I, I I worked a lot of it, but I I still had a good time there. So we were there for a good six hours, from ten yeah. to four maybe, yeah. and uh, walked around and uh, we had a good time. My co cohort in crime, Troy, bought fifty one dollar comics at a, really? at a certain vendor. Yeah, fifty comics. So hey, uh, man, you didn't, yes. you didn't throw him a discount, huh? I, I didn't even ask. Yeah. I, I was just floored. He had, you know, an eight-inch uh, stack of, of comics. Yeah. I saw he had some, some Star Wars. He got, he got the Star Wars there. He got the f- full run of, of Poe oh, Dameron yeah. and uh, DC Bombshells. Okay. Um, I'm not too sure what else he got. Yeah, well, if, if Troy's listening, maybe he can, he can tell sure us what he will. He yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah, and then also I know some people took the Superhero Slate stickers from the DNN table, so if you guys are listening from that, thank you, and... And I guess we'll get into really what the show's about, it's the, the superhero movie news, and boy, do we have some news for you this week. Uh, Mike picked a, a a weird time to go, but like, whatever, we gotta do it. Priorities. Yeah, got Jason here. So Jason, we've you know we've talked about the DC Extended Universe, or whatever they want to call it, for a very long time, and now we've we, Deathstroke was in Justice League, and maybe he's not in Justice League, now he was in Batman, and maybe now he's not in Batman... Who knows what's happening with that movie. But now we know that a solo Deathstroke movie is happening over at DC. What do you make... And it's still got Joe Manganiello as the character. What do you make of this? Like, I I only know Deathstroke from watching Arrow. And I assume the movie version would probably be a little more um, badass than the TV version. A little more budgetary. Right. Um, My opinion on DCEU convoluted yeah make announcements no follow-up yeah make announcements so when this thing happens we'll see if it happens i I don't want to hate on dc yeah you know i I don't i enjoyed wonder woman Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you're in the you you sound like we want good movies exactly i don't care where they come from just give me a good movie good movies exactly and wonder woman's good i'm again i'm on the the leaning towards the excitement for justice league just because i want to see what happens and we got some justice league news later but to kind of make this deathstroke movie news a little more interesting gareth evans who did the raid redemption is tapped to direct this movie so I don't know if you're familiar with the Raid movies. No. So they are. I watched the first Raid uh, recently, a couple of years ago, and they're the. Did you watch Dread? No. Okay. So it's like <laughs> like this one guy's like in this apartment building, and he's got to get to the top of the building, but he's got to fight his way through. They are the people who do all this like modern Jackie Chan's. They're doing okay. all the stunts themselves. They're they're doing crazy fights, like long extended fights, like stuff like flipping over stuff. So these movies are very action oriented. And, like, long pieces of action. And not, like, CGI action. Like, hand-to-hand action. Right. So, um, I mean, some of those characters, I think, have fled into... St- I think The Force Awakens had them. As okay. The Kanja Club members were from the Raid movies. The okay. guys from the Raid movies. So, sure. 
Um, yeah, there's just very like new wave close fighting. Like that's the new fighting style, I guess, action style. So they tapped Gareth Edwards, Edwards Evans. Gareth Edwards was Godzilla. Evans is the Raid Redemption to maybe do this movie. So okay, do you think that would benefit Deathstroke? I know he's a he's got a sword and an eye patch, so he's very hand to hand. But because Deadshot is the gun one, right? Correct. Okay. Now wasn't Deadpool a playoff Deathstroke? Probably, because yes. um, Slade Wilson is Deathstroke and Wade Wilson yes. is. Deadpool. I think Marvel took it their yeah. version, and of course, Deadpool's a lot more popular than yeah. Uh, and and Deadpool, this character. Deadpool had a lot of close hand-to-hand action scenes. I feel like mm-hmm. I mean, the the Deadpool versus Francis yes. from from the movie, like those were really good scenes. So maybe I don't know. I mean. I don't know if Deathstroke necessarily deserves his own movie this early on in the DC solo verse, but I'm more excited for this than I am another Joker movie. Oh, I agree with you. Okay, I agree with you. I, we don't need an, uh, an origin <laughs> of Joker. Yeah, that's the whole thing of the Joker. You don't need that origin story. Yeah, just yeah, no, it, just good movies. Just good movies. It's, good movies. And and I think I I think you know. We haven't heard an announcement on Green Lantern in just as, like you said, they make announcements and then nothing. Right. So I'm very excited for a Green Lantern movie, like the the core movie with the two Hal Jordan, John Stewart to come up. There are a, a million other characters from DC I'd probably choose before Deathstroke. Yeah, do but, you think this Justice League movie will launch a Green Lantern? So, yes. Because okay. they, they, they mention, well, I don't know if it'll launch directly from this one right. that's coming up, but they do mention there are no lanterns in the trailer. Whenever, um, was it Steppenwolf? Yes. Mentioned, he's like, there's no lanterns, there's no um, Kryptonians. So apparently like those are things planets need to protect themselves, I guess. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what world they were building to. Um, I know we talked a little bit maybe last week or two weeks before, but like Zack Snyder's vision was not what the DC executives had in mind for the, the thing. So we'll see what's right. going on there. Right. So Deathstroke, it's happening. Uh, well, maybe. I mean, they keep threatening us with movies, like I say, so we'll see. Justice League is out next month, I believe. It is on the, t- the November 17th, because that is the same day as The Punisher. Um, tickets are now on sale, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. They went on sale, kind of a yes. stealth launch. Like, there was no trailer, there was no poster. It was just kind of like, hey, tickets are on sale. So we are we are coming us like three weeks away now, two and a half. Do you think with that same day you're gonna have Marvel versus DC fanboys going? Oh, at there's it? any day you're gonna have Marvel versus DC. <laughs> well, especially that day with Punisher dropping the same day as uh, yeah Justice League. So a lot of people have said you know I don't think they'll combat each other, but if you look at how many people are maybe disheartened by DC movies and the cost of Netflix versus the cost of taking your family to the movies, mm-hmm. Netflix may win this one out if it was a battle for that regard but you know i have both i'm and i'm gonna go see justice league and i'm gonna watch the punisher so um but i do have good news on justice league front it's the shortest movie of any dc <laughs> film to date um it's 120 or 119 minutes which is just two hours um suicide squad was 123 minutes so it's even shorter than suicide squad was and i don't remember how long that movie felt the first half of that movie First third of that movie, thumbs up. Uh-huh. Back two thirds, 
it dragged. Kind of down, yeah. It, it, the very end of it reminded me of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Just, it, it, it's all I can say. <laughs> Big just, blue beam yes, to the sky kind of thing. Coming down, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, it's, it's been a while since I watched Suicide Squad, probably theaters, but I mean, Justice League being the shortest movie gives me hope in one regard. There's no filler scenes. Like, they can just get into it and just go. Do you think Joss cut a lot out? I don't know if he cut a lot out or if they've had to retool because, you know, every movie to me, DC movie, is a reaction to the one before it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman had to retool itself to fit itself. Like, it was a great addition to Batman v Superman. Everyone loved Wonder Woman part of that. yes. Batman v Superman was like, hey, what happened to all the people who died in Man of Steel that people were... Compl- like, everything's a reactionary thing. So I think Justice League's like, Batman v Superman was too long. And then they went and added, what, 30 more minutes to the extended cut? So like, hey, let's let's just get in and get this done. And then and then launch the, the universe afterwards where everybody's going. Which I have the extended copy. Do you? I have not even opened it up to watch Not it. even opened it, yeah. No, I haven't. We I mean, we did a, a spoiler <laughs> cast on it, and I... I yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's the shortest movie of any DC film. So you only be in there two hours. You can get in, watch the movie, and get out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just. Do you remember watching the Avengers for the first time? What was the runtime of the Avengers? Just to throw that out. To you. Oh, there man. was a lot of characters in that, and you're introducing Cyborg. You're introducing Flash. Mm-hmm. You've already established Batman and Wonder Woman. Well, do you think they've already considered themselves introducing them because they had the little video clips on the computer? As you, as you shake your head in disappointment. <laughs> as, yes, as, as Lex Luthor uh, pretty much names all the heroes and they keep the uh, yeah the logos. Two, and a, two hours and 23 minutes for the Avengers. So about 25 Man. more minutes. So, I mean, I think the thing about the Avengers is it, it jumps in and it goes. Um, but they had several years yeah, they, to establish those characters yeah. for that movie. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's a there's a lot going on. Well, they had to build up a little bit. I guess Coulson had needed a little more time to do it. And like, I don't think we met Maria Hill until Avengers either in the Helicarrier. They were showing Probably off a so. bunch of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, you can't just jump in and, and kind of go with it. Um, but I, I do. I think this one's just gonna go. I think, hey, uh, it picks up where Superman died. We need to do something. Get a team together. We have these movie files. Let's go find these people. While, I guess, in the first one, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor was contacting Steppenwolf on the, the 3D That was the thing. extended version, I believe. Yeah, they, I rele- never, they released the that clip boxes, a week or... after the movie came out. Yes, like, yeah, we didn't to explain in, stuff. Yeah, I'm like, okay. So, there's not a lot of good things going for it, but it's a it's going to be a short movie, so we're not, you know, at two, at two hours in, we don't have to put our... Hands in our hand, like we have to sit there. Rewind, just good movies. Good movies, yeah. If it's a good movie, I'll pay it. Uh-huh. I'll see it again if it's a good movie. Yeah, I just want good movies. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping, knock on wood, that the the short window for the press stuff and the reactions is, you know, better. positive. Yeah, because I mean, if they did it now, it's competing with Thor. Uh, Thor is like knocking out international markets right now. Like, so like if you like, hey, Justice League's good, but they're like, yeah, but Thor's got actual numbers behind it. That news might have dropped. So. Right. I don't know. I we don't we don't market for the movies. What do we know? Marvel's so good at marketing their movies. Yeah. DC will put out something. Next mm-hmm. day, Marvel put something out just to extinguish. <laughs> just what DC to, put out. Yeah. Just to put it out there. Yeah. Well, that's okay because we got a, a good movie maybe on the horizon here for DC, and that's the Flashpoint movie. The Flash is standalone movie. Um, in that, um, are you familiar with the Flashpoint storyline? Vaguely, okay. Is this if I'm wrong? Tell me. Yeah. Uh, no, Flashpoint happens. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne's father's Batman. 
Bruce Wayne's mother is the yeah. Joker. Yeah, so in Flashpoint, the Flash goes back in time to stop his mother from being killed yes. when he's young. But the butterfly effect. But the, uh, then he created this whole other universe where nothing was kind of the same. I think um, the Amazons and Atlanteans are fighting. Like They have a big war going on still. Um, because Aquaman and... Uh, so, so some, there's so some reason that the Atlanteans and Amazons are fighting now, actively. Um Bruce Wayne died in the alley, and so Thomas Wayne became Batman. His mom went crazy, so Martha Wayne became the Joker. Right. Um, I don't even know what Superman is in this world. Like, there's a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, but all we we know that they cast in Batman v Superman Jeffrey Dean Morgan as um, Thomas Wayne Negan, and yeah, Negan, the comedian from Watchmen. Like he's he's worked in a lot of you know DC capacity. Right. And comic book capacity. I mean, he's the dad in Supernaturals where he got to start off on, you mm-hmm. know, to me. So, he has been playing very coy about being Batman in this movie. So, if they're going to reset this universe, they don't want to have Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck doesn't want to be part of it, they can get Jeffrey D. Morgan. He'll he'll definitely play. I think he, if they asked him to, he'd be like, right. yeah, I'll play oh, Batman. Yeah. In this, it's a restart. Yeah, this little bit, this little movie, because it, it doesn't continue as Batman afterwards. He's just for this movie. Right. So. You know, give him a little something to do to play in the universe a little bit. And I could totally see, um, Matt, it's Maggie from Walking Dead, who, who's his mom. Correct. Plays, plays an interesting Joker. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to Flashpoint, maybe. I. Good movies. Good movies. Just give me a good movie. They, they tried Flashpoint on the TV show, and it lasted like two right. episodes. <laughs> now, do you think it's too early for them to do a Flashpoint movie? I think they set it up in the Batman v Superman okay. as a backdoor like sure. hey look you know we might have shot ourselves in the foot early on we we may need a backdoor out of this we have the option to kind of do whatever we need to if they want to reset it you know they can there's our option it, but they don't even have to reset everything like maybe they want to cast someone else's batman or they want to you know shift some stuff around like little things mm-hmm. they have this thing to tweak those little things rather than restarting the whole thing because Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman's knocking it out of the park. Right. They're not going to get rid of her. No. Henry Cavill as Superman is a great choice. He 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 can play Superman if given the right script, I think. Um, and our super fan Jim will say the same thing. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Uh, the Flash, um, he I think he'll be fine. Ezra Miller as a Flash, I think he'll be fine. Cyborg, we don't know enough about. Um, right. I you can't replace Aquaman now because Jason Momoa he's has made face. Aquaman he's, he's cool. He's the face now. Yeah, yeah he's he, the face. He's having he's having so much fun in these. Like I'm like yeah, I want to have fun with you too. Like yeah. So uh, there's things that they, they shouldn't change, and but if there are casting issues, actor issues, whatever, this kind of has a hold to to change it up a little bit if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I I, I think Flashpoint has an opera has a. The ability to maybe surprise us if they get a script down and get a uh, director in there to do it. And Robert Zemeckis, who does knows time travel, would be an inspired choice. Now, how many directors have they gone through on the Flash movie? So, I think it was first Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who went to Star Wars, who then got fired from Star Wars. Correct. And then, I think it was Fukun- Fukunawa or something like that. Yes, Carrie yes. Fukunawa or something. So, he left. But I think at that point in time, that was still the old DC resume they're like we don't know what we're going to do with the flash we don't know i figure they have no idea what they're doing uh-huh. and they're just like okay now we know we have jeff johns in here who wrote flashpoint who wrote the green lantern stuff who knows comic give stories. him the green light yeah i'm uh, i'm a jeff johns yes yeah so he's probably in there but like look 
we have all this stuff in play already. Let's move these pieces around and figure out where we can go. So if Jeff John says this is who we want for Flashpoint, I agree with you. Let's, he I needs trust to be him. the Kevin Feige of, of DC. He is. I think he is he now. He needs to be. Yeah. So as long as Warner Brothers just kind of lets him go. Right. That, that's what I think that needs to happen. Warner Brothers just needs to say, get it done. And everything will work out in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, fan movies. Fan, I mean, movies made by fans like the Deadpool movie. If that wasn't made by Ryan Reynolds and his push, I don't think it would have been nearly as good. If Fox had... Because, yeah. I mean, we, Fox is so hit or miss. Like, you know, we saw X-Men Apocalypse everyone was excited for, but it wasn't made without any love for the character. That was just made to make a movie. And But, like, if you look at First Class, what Matthew Vaughn did, I think First Class is a great movie. And he's like, yeah, I respect this, the material and the characters. Let's have some fun with it. Even on the TV show, is uh, put a note here, Legion. Legion? Fox did. Great show. Yeah. It just... Well, that's also a Fox Marvel like co-product, and you know Fox's like I hear good things about the Gifted. To be honest, I haven't watched the Gifted, but I watched I've either. heard good things. But you know they've done some pretty poor stuff in their their decisions. Well, I mean, if you want to look over here in my window, I have a show that Marvel's making right now that's not doing very hot at all. I have go- I've gone through five episodes, Chris, yeah, and I've got three more to go. And we, it, it it is we we have Inhumans news later on, yes. so we're going to okay. talk about that. I'll say so. Uh, yeah, so Flashpoint's a great, great uh, thing to look forward to. But another big announcement this week, I think this one caught everybody off guard. The movie Shazam, the next movie after Aquaman, I think they're shooting for April 2019, has cast Zachary Levi, Chuck, if you will, as uh, the lead character. I think Captain Marvel, Shazam, not Billy Batson, not the young boy, but the full magic power version. You can go back and past movies where everybody... Batman with Michael Keaton, yeah. Backlash, Wonder Woman, Backlash on her, on, yeah. you know when she was announced. So let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Let's just to see what uh, he can do. I don't know enough about the character to see if he can pull it off, right? But let's do it. Yeah, you know. Well, I think a lot of people said, "Oh, he's not big enough for it." But I mean, you know, people can work out. I mean, Chris Evans did not look like Captain America did when he played the Human Torch. Correct. Uh, so, I mean, people can people who look goofy can come a long way. I mean, you look at John Krasinski from The Office to when he did, like, what was it, the the Benghazi movie or whatever exactly, it was. Exactly, yeah. Like, he's come. He's now Jack Ryan in the Amazon. Like, people can evolve, and they're actors for a reason. So, I think, I think it's good. I mean, to me, a lot of people have said he has that boyish innocence about him. Like, he can be like, oh, man, all of a sudden I have superpowers. So let's have some fun with it. And because it is, it's Billy Batson is a young boy who gets the powers of six different gods who spell out Shazam. If he says the word Shazam, is it? I believe, I believe so. Yes. I can remember when I was a kid, a possible TV show Uh in the intro. I don't remember much about it. Some kid walking into a cave and he says it and turns into Shazam. It's kind of like He-Man. Like it's a lot like He-Man where the, the, the boy gets the powers and all of a sudden he has like all these powers. Um, and yeah, exactly. He was in Thor: The Dark World. We talked about this before yes. the show started. I was shocked. It uh, really surprised me. As Fandral, and he looks like it. I mean, they can't get the Princess Bride guy to play the part, so they got to get someone who looks <laughs> like it. So I, I think it's, I think it's fine. I'm, I mean, you got to give him a chance. Sure. It's not, it's not as, as I say. I'm not offended, as you know. Right. Um, because there are more offensive cast. Um, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor is an offensive casting. How many fanboys are there? Shazam, though. Yeah. It's a small. It's a small. It's, it's got to be small niche. niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, maybe seeing him fight the Rock later on as Black Adam would be very, very interesting. Very, very 
two different sides. It's Polar not, opposites, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people wanted the John Cena as Shazam. Well, I don't I don't think John Cena could pull it off. I, I'm not sold on it. But seeing John Cena versus The Rock in a movie would just be like watching a pay-per-view. Yeah, watching a pay-per-view, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Shazam, big news coming out of that. That's confirmed from the director as well. So, I mean, I think there's Who's the director on that? Oh, man, I forgot already because he's... He's been doing these pictures every week. Um, let's see. You type in Shazam, you get the app Shazam uh, from that. So I'm gonna I pull put you on the spot, spot there. I know. No, that's fine. David Sandberg, David F. Sandberg, who has done. Let's pull this up here. Um, Lights out. Annabelle creation. That was um, a horror flick, horror flick, wasn't it? Annabelle creation. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's this year's Annabelle okay. creation just came out. Lights out was a horror film. He's a horror film. Like we, like Mike always says, you start in horror film, you can get to any comic yeah, book movie you small want. Small budget, and then yeah, you get the money to make what you want. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of short films, Lights Out and Annabelle were um, the heavy hitters there. Oh, the heavy hitters, yeah. Everything else is short films, so yeah, that's fine. Um, cool. We'll see how it comes out. I mean, we we have all next year to to ruminate in this because we don't have a DC movie until after just like till December, which. This poor planning. Yeah, that's it's. It could be for the better. If they're rushing them out, we could get. But if the movie is great and awesome, yeah. you got a year wait, or yeah. the interest doesn't start dying down again. Yeah. Well, I think I think they're gonna have like probably three movies in production, like Wonder Woman two, Shazam, and probably hopefully not gonna Green Lantern before Flashpoint. So uh, we'll 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 play that one by ear. Uh, we're gonna shift gears a little bit. We were talking a little bit. You're in the middle of Daredevil season two. Um, yes. So we're not gonna spoil it for you. Okay. But, Do I need to walk out of the room? No, it's fine. Just the Kingpin Vincent Doctor will return in season three. Okay. I mean that's kind of yeah. I've, I've seen that on Twitter, so that's yeah, no surprise. Yeah. Um, Vincent Doctor, he's knocking out of the park as Kingpin. I uh, was talking to people yesterday at the convention. They didn't know he played the alien in Men in Black. Yeah, Shri- I did know Edgar. that. Yeah. I did know that. And also in uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, yeah he's uh, yes. the one. I think he sh- shot himself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, he's a very versatile actor. And then, you know, you shave his head, put him up. He looks just, he looks like the Kingpin. His phenomenal job in season one. Yeah. I really, is one of the first Marvel villains that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Or a marketability. He, he also seemed like a real person you'd, you'd yeah. run into on the streets. It's not like, and he's, so Marvel movies, and we'll talk about this, has a, a thing where... The villain is a color swap version of the hero. The mm-hmm. TV shows don't really have that problem uh, just but yet. But you knew the back history. You knew why he was doing it. Yeah. The whole childhood with his father. Oh, it was awesome. It's yeah, great. It's great. So that's really cool to know he's coming back for season three. I know they're, they're wanting to do the storyline um, Born Again from Daredevil. So whatever that is. Yes. Uh, yep. So there we go. So we'll do that. Also, they've announced the showrunner for season three. And it's Eric Olson. Uh, he did The Man in the High Tower. Okay. Uh, he's the showrunner for The Man in the High Tower, uh, so he will be taking over showrunner duties on season three. All right. So I think that's fine. I mean, if one, if one person is in it too long, it just runs downhill. So I agree with that. So Daredevil season three, I expect production to kick off pretty soon. We talked last week about their teaser on Twitter that says, I'm fine. So if they're ramping up marketing a little bit, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inhumans, the other one of the shows on right now, um, it hurts my heart. It hurts me so bad. And you, and you know this. It, it hurts me too because you got me into the trade where yeah. I, you know you suggested it. I read it. It's really loved good. it. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, it's 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 a it's a tough show yeah. to get through. And I I want to love it. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. 
but the writing did not do those actors any any well, favors. And the actors don't do themselves. I think you know, first take. Hey, again, we talked about this yesterday. Not to ruin anything, but from the first episode, Gorgon just yelling at the ocean for forever, like just redo it again make it make it sound a little better and as you can tell i have my little inhuman shrine over here in yes. the window with with the, the artwork from the show um and you know i'm just and imax is also let down by the quality of the series and they they went on record to say that this week like they were like i saw that uh customers expected a production akin to a mega budget blockbuster movie rather than pilots for a television show which i get that expectations for marvel products is very high but it's also a TV show, so the budgets can't meet. We're not making Thor Ragnarok in eight episodes, kind of thing. They so. push that pretty fast, though. Yeah, they, it was that Turner. Something had to happen. There's a lot of back end stuff we probably don't know about. Right. About, like, because mm-hmm. they were filming that in March still, and you know the the CGI kept changing in every trailer and stuff like that. Uh, and also, um, Marvel Studio or Marvel Television's president. And I think one of the producers, Jeff Loeb, and I forget the other guy's name. His last name's Chori. Walked away from Inhumans-related questions. Wow. At a from Deadline after like an wow. event last week, so they're probably getting a little lashback. Now Jeff Loeb did some of has done some great work. Um, I think he did the Long Halloween. Was it that one of those Batman's? So he's got some classic Batman stuff, but he also did. I don't know if you ever read Ultimatum for Marvel. Where they killed off like half the Ultimate Universe. I believe, long, yes. In like 08. It's hazy. It, it's what I call the lobotomy of the Ultimate Universe. Because he just, it's like he's phoning it in. It's the worst thing ever. Almost killed the whole franchise. But like then he goes and does like some of the Netflix shows. Like Jessica Jones and Daredevil. I'm like, this guy is all over the place in terms of quality. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, hopefully it, it they learn lessons and pick back up from here. I think IMAX said they're not going to work on like a TV style show again. So. They probably got a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah, they made a lot of money off the, the the theatrical run more than they did the Game of Thrones run, but they mm-hmm. also didn't produce Game of Thrones. So, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll definitely. I don't know. They'll, IMAX stick to what you're good at. Just show movies on a big screen. Yes. Bring out more seventy millimeter projectors. That's what I say. <laughs> That's roll those out. Spend that money. Uh, did you like Logan at all? Yes. That wasn't a straight yes, so I'm a um, little scared here. I did not catch it in the movie theaters. Okay. So all I heard was all the hype. And then you caught it later? And I caught it later. A little distraction when I was watching it because my one-year-old running around. Um, I liked it only if they keep it to that one movie. Uh-huh. I don't want to see a, a spinoff. Okay. Which I'm getting ready to get you into this. So X-23, they're working on a a script for this character, X-23, known as Laura in the movie, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, As Actually, I have a X-23 pop vinyl right there on the end of the Mm -hmm. Toys R Us. She took over the Wolverine mantle in the comics recently. Yes. Um, Craig Kyle, one of the co-creators, Craig Kyle and Chris Yost, created her for the TV series. I forget. I think it was like some sort of X-Men cartoon in the early 2000s that they were working on. So he's actually working on the script with the guy who did Logan. So that gives me a little more hope that I just like the whole idea. This is a self-contained movie, right? Well, the problem with the X Men universe <laughs> is is they don't care about continuity. Yeah, um, they like there are good ones. Deadpool, Logan, yes, great. Then we get Apocalypse bombs, and you know, I'm still not sold on Days of Future Past. But then they're doing New Mutants, which looks awesome as well. Like there's. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place on what's happening here. 
But I think they work best when they give it to just the director and someone else will be like, hey, make what you want of it. Mm-hmm. Now, if since there is time travel and like all sorts of crazy stuff in the X-Men universe and with Cable coming in and, yes. and Deadpool 2, what instead of worrying about Hope Summers, he brings back Laura X-23 into the main Marvel universe and she becomes part of the, the um, X-Force like she did in the comic books. So you'll have the black and white Deadpool. Yes. Right? Yeah, Cable. black and gray. Yeah, black and gray. X-23. X-23. She's very lethal in Logan. Like, she's yes. unapologetically Rage. lethal. Like, um, even more so than, like, Wolverine and then Hugh Jackman's character. Like, she when she sees Red, she goes all out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, bringing that, like, maybe not that, that girl, but, like, maybe an older version, an aged-up version of her that Cable brings back might be interesting um, if they do it creatively. Just make good movies. Make good movies. Yes. yes. Um. I don't know. I don't know how they can make it work with the Logan universe that they've I, set up. Yeah. It, and where does that even fit in the timeline? I mean, I don't have enough yarn in this house to draw those strings and right. tacks. I. We'll see. Yeah. You know. I, I'll. If they don't. Retro back to the Logan movie. Yeah. Maybe I'm more up for it. But if they, I, I just want to see it. It's, it's going to be difficult. Do you think an age, like, we pick up Laura, like I said, Cable finds her. See, I never thought the idea 10, 15 of bringing years her later. back. Yeah. I was thinking possibly, you know, that she's across the border in Canada. Uh-huh. Her, so you think picking up, like, right up where that one ends would, possibly. Be, ba- would be bad? Yes. Or, okay. Yes, that's, that's what, what I don't want to see. Okay. I don't want to see that. Yeah, see, I to me, the way it could work is instead of worrying about the Hope Summers, the, the first mutant or last mutant born in the world bringing her that's kind of weird mm-hmm. like what if it's we're bringing back this version of Wolverine so they don't have to recast Wolverine they've now got a female version they can recast it like 20 year old you know female lead action character in there mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting yeah I mean that I might be game for that yeah. I just didn't want to see a bad bad work direct sequel yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I they did not want to pick see up that. right with the other names yes yeah yeah I don't think that worked very well no either. yeah and a lot of those mutants were confused like the kids powers are confusing um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. have to see how that what plays out. Right before the show started, we watched the Runaways trailer, the new Runaways trailer. It's, this is an action-packed trailer. There's a lot going on in this one, more so than the other one. The other one's like, okay, here's some kids and their parents are doing evil stuff. This one you get to see the Velociraptor, Old Lace, a lot more. Um, some of the kids, you get to see, every kid has their powers and they kind of go through it a little bit. Um, and what I get to see a lot of in this, I think it's the Nico Minoru character has taken over a lot of the the dialogue it looks like right because she's she's a very popular character they brought her back in a force which was a new comic marvel did a couple years ago it's like she was in runaways went away they brought her back in a force we talked about this doctor strange her mother is in the doctor strange movie mm-hmm. they've established this weapon is in the marvel universe already right um i don't know but you also mentioned it's it's teenage driven it, it, it looked like. it was like the audience is going to be that teen mm-hmm Maybe I'm young, wrong. Young adult, maybe. Young adult, yeah. I'm not going to say high school, but you know, junior, senior in high school, yeah. freshman, sophomore in college, in, in that okay. 16 to 22, 24 yeah. age bracket. Yeah, I think I think so. I think this one might bleed a little more into, you know, I guess maybe a little higher age because of the way, like, it's got the guy who played I, what um, Buffy, the villain. Um, I guess Spike. 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 Right. That guy, James Marsters, is the one of the villains in here. So he's got a big role. I think he might bring some like the 30s to 40s who liked Buffy into the show. 
Um, I think I don't know how. I think it's maybe ten episodes as well. Um, okay. But it launches literally four days after the Punisher, and like a couple days after Justice League. Like November, add Thor on there. Yeah. We've got the busiest month we've seen in a long time, and a lot of like, other than you know we talked about Justice League, we hope it's good. We yes. don't know. Thor looks good. Coming in fresh on Rotten Tomatoes if you're interested. Um, the Punisher looks great. Um, I mean, it, it can't be worse than Iron Fist, as, as we correct, yes, we, as we know. Um, Runaways looks like it could, you know, if not middle of the road, still the upper echelon of, of TV on there. And I don't, I don't have Hulu, but I might pick it up to watch this. I don't have it either. But don't you get like a, fr- a free, free month, month or yeah. something? So maybe we just get it, binge yeah. watch it, binge watch it. I don't know how we're gonna handle the uh, review shows that week <laughs> because one movie and two TV shows, uh, it might be a little rough. So we might, like I said, do um, Punisher or Justice League, and then Punisher, probably Justice League. Punisher to give everyone time to watch 13 episodes. Sure. That's a lot of episodes. I didn't realize there's that many episodes. Yeah, every Netflix show is 13, <sighs> except for Defenders, which was eight, eight, which we think is the ideal that's, number. That's, that's the magic number, I think. Eight or nine episodes. Eight, yeah, maybe ten if you're you're feeling lucky. And then I think um, Runaways is ten episodes. So we're, we got a lot of good content coming out in here before you know Star Wars no- December. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This trailer looks really cool to me. I, I think the other show they're working on, on Freeform, Cloak and Dagger, might be more towards that 16 to 20 range. Yes. And this might be a little more generic. Because it looks lighter. It looks, I mean, like not lighter like than tone, but lighter than color. They Cloak and Dagger so dark. Yeah, they could. But they're shooting, they're shooting, for, the, <laughs> they're shooting for that Freeform audience. Yes, and I, I think that's probably a mistake yeah. for, for those two characters. Yeah, but at least they're getting made. I mean, yes. Well, I can I can't say that for the Inhumans anymore, but at least they're getting made. Yes. So yeah, and it looks to have a lot of tie-ins to other Marvel properties, with the Roxxon Corporation being at the at the forefront of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor Ragnarok again coming out this week. I have my tickets to Thursday. I think Mike has his tickets sometime this week. I'm hoping to hit that weekend. Hoping to get the wife. Open yes. weekend. It looks great. I mean. I got my pot vinyls over here, as you can tell. Yes. We, we looked at the Surter one on, on a picture yesterday, but, like, the Surter pop is yeah. is amazing. It, it's orange, glows, and dark. It's GameStop exclusive. Um, I'm very excited to see this. This is a two-and-a-half-hour movie. I'm calling it Planet Thor because it's Planet Hulk and, and sure. Thor. Sure. It, it just looks so good. It looks so fun. And and early reviews and early money numbers are showing positive. I'm I'm not reading into articles or anyone's personal reviews, but like you can't avoid like Rotten Tomatoes says this, right? And reviews exactly. say that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm excited. I like the uh, the colors. I, I I don't know how to explain it, but mm-hmm. it reminds me of Guardians. Just those vibrant colors. It's, the well, the it, logo. It borrows from the '80s. Yes. And, and Guardians has a reason it borrows from the '80s. I think this is like. Leaning to that Led Zeppelin usage, uh, like you know the the fantasy and role playing and like this stuff was big and the cosmic Marvel like from the seventies and eighties mm-hmm. is, is big influence. I think Jack Kirby art is everywhere on it. Yes, so I'm really excited to see how they they pull all that together. Um, the writer Eric Pearson for this movie knows whispers of the Marvel one shot program returning to Marvel. I would enjoy that. Um, Eric Pearson actually wrote the first three. Um, they did. They did a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. That's a great one. That's Coulson. A, that's yeah. a great like introduction. Flower, I think he kicked or something. Yeah. Effect. Yes. Yeah. Just took out all those guys. Um, the consultant, which bridges the gap between Iron Man two and the Hulk. Is that the bar scene? Uh, well, no. It's, well, kind of. It talks okay. about. 
It's got um, Coulson and then the agent who f- came out to be Hydra in Winter Soldier. And they're yes. talking, like, how do we get General Ross on board with our programming? Like, well, we got to send the consultant, Tony Stark, over. Yes. Like, so that's why he okay. ends up in the bar at the end of the Hulk. Right, okay. So that's going on. So it bridges that gap. And then Item 47, which was yes. the Avengers one. Which was actually a really long piece. And a lot of those characters came on to be on S.H.I.E.L.D. later on. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, that was those are really those are really good ones. And then we got after that we got Agent Carter, which was even bigger, mm-hmm. and uh, All Hail the King, which you know brought Ben Kingsley back as the Mandarin. Show there's Mandarin, maybe another yeah. Mandarin out there. Um, so Eric Pearson, no, he wrote those. If he's right, I'm on board. Yeah. I want to see some more little characters. He said they used to envision them like Pixar shorts happening before the movies, and. Everyone's used to staying after a Marvel movie, but what if you get to come to a Marvel movie and see a new character beforehand? Sure. Like, that would be... Oh, the one-shots, yeah. I, I, what do you think the reasoning of what reasoning is they stopped doing them? I actually have that right here. The, okay, I did not know this, the, but all the right. The drop in Blu-ray sales. People were not buying the physical copies, and, and like they were maybe buying the digital ones. They just said drop in Blu-ray sales. I don't know what that means overall, mm-hmm. but people weren't buying the DVD, so they, that hurt the program, because apparently they were funding those through the back issue sales. sales. But it's not like Disney doesn't have the money to do these. Like it's not like their entire movies. Right. They're like five minute pieces at most. Do them. And if Just... Pixar's doing them, like you know, I know Marvel's putting out three movies a year. But like, if you set the precedent, hey, come beforehand to see the or the the Marvel thing. Say after to see the Marvel thing. You got the people in the theater the whole. You got their attention the whole time. Right. Exactly. And like, fans are enjoying it. People are being introduced to new characters temporarily that they don't know what's going on. I just think it's I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think that there's nothing wrong with the one shots. Do them. Yeah, and I'm really sad that they kind of disappeared. Um, are you are you excited for Captain Marvel? I'm very excited for Captain Marvel. Yes. Okay. That was not a delay. I'm just trying to get my <laughs> thoughts here. Um, do you think they'll hint? To, now this the movie is going to be set in the 80s. Is that correct? From the 90s. The 90s. Yes, 90s. Confirmed by Kevin Feige okay. even this week. Do you think we're going to see the scrolls in this? The scrolls? Yes. Yeah, they did say, confirm okay. the scrolls. They, 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 okay. they even show the concept art for, right? okay. for Captain Marvel as uh, Brie Larson fighting the scrolls, which I think is even better. Um, and I, I'm, I'm even I'm just that's blowing my mind. Like Marvel's not like okay, it's not linear. It's not linear. <laughs> like they confirmed that with Spider-Man: Homecoming. Not everything happens when it's released, mm-hmm. but the fact that they can go back to a different era, other than you know, they did Captain America, which is great. Agent Carter was a revisit. They even touched on it a little bit in, in Ant-Man, going back to when yes. Tim created the particles. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all these years in between that they're still open, and they can be like, "Well, this, this happened." Uh, how Nick Fury lost his eye, even. So, um, they're actually eyeing Ben Mendelsohn, who was in Rogue One. Did you watch Rogue One? Yes. Director Krennic as the villain yes. in this. Yes. Um, I can see him being a scroll. He's got that look. He's got that villain look. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, and paint him green, put pointy ears and the rigid chin on him. Yeah. He's, okay. yeah, he's a scroll. Like a Elf or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Uh, but also, uh, great news. They've added Sanja Milkovic. The costume designer for movies such as Blade, Star Trek Beyond, and every Fast and Furious movie ever as the costume designer for Captain Marvel. Now, normally that's not a big deal for any other movie, but when it's talking about a Marvel movie and how the costumes need to look and how it needs to be, be adhered to the 90s and, you know, Captain Marvel has a very... Her costume, look. yeah, 
even the, I think they're gonna pull from her new one, um, and they've got all these aliens that they're they're gonna be fighting against. I think that's a that's a big deal to get someone with you know that big name involved mm-hmm. in here. Yeah. Now I don't think the costumes in Fast and Furious movie affect anything that happens in that movie. Well, I'm gonna let be frank with you i've never seen any of those movies okay so <laughs> i mean it's not like they're wearing costumes Correct. to drive in like jeans just, and a t-shirt yeah but star trek beyond i mean you're, you're putting costumes on star trek you got aliens and humans and making all that work and look natural uh you see the first blade movie i mean it fits pretty good oh the first blade movie, yes yeah, blade when you nice. said blade i was thinking blade runner just oh for, no for, no for being reason but yeah. yeah wesley snipes yes yeah so she did she, the, the first start was in in blade so mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's a looking at her history of what she's worked on I think it's a good good solid pull so you're not offended not offended not I don't even know if I I wouldn't know if I was offended <laughs> honestly uh, but she doesn't make anyone look ugly in those other movies Avengers 4 has a new picture here and you're gonna have to just slide around and take a look at here Hawkeye is on set but he's got his Ronin boots on are you familiar with the character Ronin from the comic books no no okay well I'll pull up a picture of Ronin so Ronin was a, a character who just appeared kind of out of nowhere uh, in the comic books, and he he has a samurai sword, and he's like a got like a Ronin samurai kind of look, uh, and it was Hawkeye at one point undercover because they thought he was died in House of M storyline, okay. but he was resurrected. So is he doing this for uh, Avengers Four? Identity because of uh, Civil War? I assume so because at okay. the end of Civil War, everyone's kind of broken out. Um, we don't know how Ant Man's going to get where he gets. We talked about that a little bit last week, but that means I think it's Scarlet Witch, um, Hawkeye, and Falcon are the are the three on the kind of on the run with him there. Okay. Um. So, but his Ronin costume, I mean, it gets more hand to hand. He's got this sword, and he doesn't do the the bow and arrow a little more. So. It gives him more diversity do. of what yeah. he can do. And he's got the the mohawk, which is kind of pulled from his ultimate look a little bit. So uh, they may give him a little more to look than just purple and pull, pull a bow and arrow. Yeah, back. and space, how's that going to work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, who knows what he's going right. to do, yeah. Uh, they also said you know, there's a lot of, um, when they started filming Avengers 4, not 3, there's a lot of Japan imagery and stuff going on. So okay. he might be hiding, his hideout might be in Japan more so than everybody else's. Okay, So I can buy that. Yeah, and also Teenage Groot in Avengers Four will be motion captured on set. Um, I okay. know they. I don't know if they did motion capture on the other one. I'm sure they did, but they've got a guy who played like in Planet of the Apes, not Andy Serkis, but another big motion capture guy playing okay. Teenage Groot in Avengers Four. Okay, all right. Because he'll probably be about human height. Uh, in I'm, that I'm, one. I'm a Groot fan. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to see how they, they bring him into this, and you know how how do Earth people act to to Groot. A walking tree. A yes. walking tree who only says, the Guardians understand. Yeah, it says three words. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, four words. We are Oh, okay. We All are. right. Correction. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, we just looked at this beforehand. The Venom movie is kicking off. Um, they've got Tom Hardy on set laughing with what looks to be a poor haircut. You can see the image if you're on our video or look at our show notes. Um, I guess they're really doing it. Um, I know a guy working on the crew there, so I guess... Venom's gonna happen. Do we need it? I don't think we need it. Okay, I, I think we're on the same. Uh, it's the movie no one asked for. Uh, there's a uh, like the Han Solo movie, a popular character. I'm a Star Wars fanboy. Yeah, and I am lukewarm to seeing this yeah. movie. I just, um, I'll see it. They'll get my money. And you mean Han Solo, right? Ha- yeah. Yes, the Han yeah. Solo movie. Yes. So we'll see. But Venom. 
Yeah, kind of. It's. I like Thomas Hardy. Yeah. Uh, they're pulling a lot of stops out to get this movie done and use good names with it. Oh, it comes out next year. I mean, within a year. Yeah, within a year they've got. Uh, like I said, we talked about they've got a, the um, the crew. I think maybe did Deadpool or some other the action crew, the the stunt choreography group, big name crew. I think they're trying to get Michelle Williams in involved. Like, there's Riz Ahmed who was in Rogue yes, One. Yes, Rogue One. Yeah, mm-hmm. might be Carnage. Like, they're really they're going all out okay. to try to get this movie. Maybe made. we'll be surprised, like Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the the Marvel Sony relate working relationship is benefiting Sony a little bit because I think they can just go to Marvel like, hey, look, can you help us with this movie? <laughs> like, yeah, we need to do this movie. Like, we want to do it. Can you help us? Point right. in the right, right direction, yeah. Um, because, I mean, Sony got all the money from Spider-Man Homecoming. Marvel didn't get the money because they get the character, kind of. Like, you get the mm-hmm. money and we'll take the character. So, it's a trade-off. So, they got this Marvel money. Marvel's smart, yeah. And they're like, hey, okay, like, yes, don't don't save the money. Reinvest that money into Venom and just kind of go all out. So, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll knock on wood on that one as well. Uh, also, fun fact, Tom Hardy will be using motion capture for Venom. Uh, that, and that's according to actually actor Andy Serkis. He was talking about motion capture movies, and one of them being a big Sony movie that's in production. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be Venom. So okay. Thomas Hardy, maybe Riz Ahmed, doing the motion capture for their characters. Carnage and Venom. Yeah, which at this point in time will look way better than it did ten years ago in Spider-Man Three. Yeah. Yeah. Can't look worse Hopefully. than that. Yeah. Can't look worse than that. Uh, right before this, we watched the Red Band trailer for the Bright movie coming to Netflix next month. Um, the Will Smith and Joel Egerton cop work drama kind of thing action. Movie. I'm all in. It's a this is a whole bunch of genres blending together. I never thought would see. I I'm all in on this. I remember seeing the trailer a couple months ago when you showed me the Red Band trailer today. I am uh I'm looking forward to seeing this. Yeah, the Red Band trailer definitely sold me a lot more than the first trailer did. Um, you see a lot more of the characters and how they interact and what's kind of going on. Obviously, one of this police chief looks like he's the villain. As, as yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, corrupt cops and stuff. He looks like an elf, I think. Not, I don't think mm-hmm. he's an orc. Uh, or it's a well, why not put this on a big screen? I I don't know. I think I think Netflix is just kind of testing the waters on movies. They do a lot of you know the Adam Sandler movies and stuff like right. that. And the, the show. So I think they're trying to like, hey, we're more than just goofy movies and and you know they're dark right. and gritty shows right well stranger things too came out oh, this yes. week. like it's they have a couple things that they're known for so let, i think they want to be like let's let's diversify a little bit i'm all in on this was yeah. it december december i don't have the date in front of me but i know it's december or yeah. something so that's another big thing in december um i, I think it's fun i mean it's the guy who did suicide squad david ayer is a director with will smith again but it looks like they're having more fun <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Just kind of fighting over a magic wand. It looks like trying to yes. trying to get the magic wand thing. It reminds me of a game I used to play called Shadowrun, which is a, a, a this, it used to be an RPG in the eighties. Came out a video game in the two thousands where magic reemerged in the world after like being dormant for years. And okay, like, right. so you've got guns and modern technology, but also like Sword goblins and, and fairies yeah. and stuff like that. So that'd be cool. Did you watch the Dark Tower movie? No. Yeah, me neither. So, apparently, the TV series is still in production for The Dark Tower, but it may reboot the franchise 
after the film had flopped pretty hard. I, yeah, I thought the TV series was supposed to play off the movie. It was. So the okay. TV series was supposed to take place like a different book than the movie did. Okay. The, the movie is not the first book. Um, and it's going to kind of fill in some backstory. But I think they're going, they may take the TV series to reboot the franchise and be like, okay, well, the Dark Tower in the movie didn't work. Let's retool everything, tell a new story from the TV point of view. And I think that might be a good place for the Dark Tower to live. Uh, as I was going to reference Westworld, I don't know if you ever saw the original Westworld movie. No. It doesn't hold up very well. I've never seen good. a TV series Okay, years and years ago the when 80s, I was a kid. The second yes. TV series. So there was mm-hmm. a movie, there was two movies, and then a, a small TV series, and now the new TV series. And I love the new TV series, and I think it benefits from that longer format. And, you know, if they find a... I think it's already got a network, but, like, it could still... Trying to tell a book in, in two the, hours. In the movie is it's not... Especially... But, how many books does he have in the Dark Tower series? There's like seven, maybe? Yeah, there's quite a few. So, I mean, just go for the TV, because you can keep going. TV can Episodic. keep going, yeah. And, you know, pull it how they need to be. TV series, I really enjoy. You watch Preacher? Yes, I love Preacher. Yes, Preacher's great. It's officially been renewed for season three on yeah. AMC. Was there any doubt? Um, I just think no one no one really questioned it. Like, yeah. Like, it, is Preacher going to keep going? But the quality of that show is consistent all the way through. It's uh, this last season as a uh, growing up Catholic. Yeah. There's a couple of episodes like, should I be offended? Yeah. Should I not be? But you take it with a grain of salt. I mean, yeah. it's just entertainment. And it's based on a comic book yes. series. And the mm-hmm. comic book series is, Harold is, it's pretty, it's pretty offensive. It's supposed to be. Yes. It's supposed to, I mean, it's not supposed to be offensive. It's supposed to, you know, rub against you a little bit and make yeah. you think a little bit. Most definitely. But I, I enjoyed, uh, both seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like Preacher. Preacher's a good show. It's one of the, I think I wish more people would watch. Um, because I think it's on in the summer, and then it ends when Walking Dead starts. The last episode was probably two months ago, maybe? Yeah. Something like it, that. It's a summer yeah. show, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. then, then AMC's getting some good quality stuff, comic book stuff out there. So Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on Preacher. Um, Ruth Negan and... Uh, Cooper, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, people who came from Shield and Marvel all around the yeah. way over there. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like um, the vampire Dominic out. Dom or um, I can't think you of tell me the, the Scottish, sure, the mm-hmm. Irish vampire, yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, just have them blank, but yeah, he's really funny. Like, he's mm-hmm. he adds yeah, a whole different dynamic to the show. Yeah, it's bit. uh, he's good. Yeah, and lastly, our last bit of news here is still TV. Related. Do you ever watch the show Stargate? I enjoyed the movie. Okay. Stargate. The first movie. First movie. Enjoyed it. Uh, watched a little bit of the TV series. I couldn't even tell you what channel. It just didn't... It's sci-fi, I think. It didn't really grab me. So I think I think it's a special audience for that. Like, Because there's Stargate, the movie, the Stargate SG-1, mm-hmm. Stargate Atlantis. Yes. There was a third one. I forget what it was. And I watched a couple of those episodes trying to get myself back into it. Yeah. just couldn't do it. I forget what the third one was, but there's three TV series and three movies because there's Stargate Continuum and Stargate Arc of Truth. I think were movies related to the TV series. Well, there's a new series called Stargate Origins, which takes place uh, involving some of the uh, characters from the movie and the the TV series, the characters that carried over because the SG one had recasted versions of the movie characters Mm -hmm. because you know James Spader was in the first one and and then was it Russell Kurt Russell Kurt Russell yeah well he didn't go over to they didn't go over (laughs) the TV series Um, so this is Stargate Origins supposed to fill in the Stargate Origins I guess the origin of it how these characters fit into it Um, but it's going to be 
premiering on a streaming service for Stargate now called Stargate Command, which will be the only, which will not be the only, will be home to all the series and all the movies as well. So it's like a Stargate fan. Is there a demand for this? I don't know. All the shows have been canceled so far (laughs) pretty quickly. And I like the idea of Stargate. I think it's uh, an interesting, the concept behind it, like, oh, there's a, a portal that opens up if you put in the right coordinates. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's been, I mean, the movie, the whole concept behind it is awesome. And like the TV show, like, oh, we're going to go to new coordinates every every week kind of thing. Um, I don't know. But the weird thing, not the weird thing, is the interesting point is the pricing on this is a one-time $20 fee. It's not a monthly charge to get into Stargate Command. And CBS is kind of doing this with their All Access, which is... The only place I think, not the only place, but has every Star Trek TV series right. in the, the movie new one on it. Also. But the only place to watch the new one, Discovery. Mm-hmm. But that's got a monthly fee. But they also have other shows from CBS on there. Or your CSIs or your. Yeah. Now, would you pay $20 to have every episode of Stargate? I don't know if TV I'm big of a fan. Okay. If I was a fan. It's like going to Walmart or Target, buying a Blu-ray for twenty bucks. But would you already own it though if you're a fan? Yeah, right. That the... um, I, I, I don't think yeah. so. Okay, I, I wouldn't do it. I know they got. A, I mean, they got a new series to kind of push this, which is interesting because then that'd be like, okay, I'm paying twenty dollars for the new series, and I just get everything else backwards. But I don't think it's sustainable. I think within a year, maybe two years. Let's use another It'll, franchise, Star Wars. Yeah. Let's say Star Wars is a twenty dollar upfront. I don't think I do. I have all the movies. Hmm. I've got. I don't. I don't even think Star Wars could. Uh, do you think do that? It. Well, but if you include the Clone Wars show and the Rebel uh, show, I'm, including everything. Including uh, but, everything. But then if they had a new show that you could only watch on that service. Possibly. Okay. There'd be a better chance. Now, see, I like streaming things, but my Star Wars didn't come with digital codes. That's my like biggest like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to rebuy the... I don't want to spend $20 a movie to rebuy the digital codes for Star Wars. Right. Because I already own them. Uh, because I did that I did that with the Marvel Phase 1 movies, because none of those used to come with digital codes. So I went back and I had to buy all those Marvel movies at full price, again, on iTunes. Um, That's a tough pill to swallow. It was. Well, thankfully, they had, like, a iTunes gift cards on sale. Like, you get, like, you spend $85 to get $100 worth, something like mm-hmm. that. So that was good. But um, I don't know. I just don't know... How will this sustain itself after, like... They're going to have to add stuff to it. Yeah. I mean, how many episodes I think of, the three, of the three shows total? Yeah. Under 100? Let's, let's pull it. Let's pull it. Yeah. Uh, I think the first SG-1 had well, well over 100. Okay. Um, Stargate Infinity was the other one. There we go. Um, SG-1. We're going to pull it. We're doing some, some research here. While we do this, SJ One had 214 episodes. Wow, more. Okay, it ran. It ran for, um, I want to say nine seasons in here. Probably say nine or ten. Probably 20 episode seasons or so. Ten seasons. Yeah, because there are producers, one through ten episode seasons, one through ten. Uh, and then what were the other ones here? Atlantis had, um, five seasons with a hundred episodes. And then, uh. Stargate Universe had 40 episodes plus 34 webisodes. So you're talking a little under 400. 
yeah. episodes plus the movies. Plus three movies, which are two of them are TV movies. And the new series. So well over. So if you divide that down, that's like what? Man, I'm sure there's fans out there. Yeah. Because they're enough. Yeah. I don't know. I, I This has me interested in it more so. $20 is a tough pill to swallow, but if I wanted to sit down and binge them in order and know where they all were so sure. I didn't have to jump across things or sign up for sci-fi monthly but i just don't think the service is sustainable like if it, you might have a lot right out the gate but then it might you already have your money off. yeah you bet like how, how far can 20 dollars get you from a small fan base mm-hmm. yeah um, but yeah um you just kind of look in here all the way. they got a timeline of when the series run because apparently atlantis and sg1 ran at the same time they had two shows going at once so and a bunch of video games so there we go alright I don't know um yeah it looks like uh they had an animated series actually as well Infinity never heard of that Stargate Infinity in 2002 ran for 26 episodes wow and 10 episodes for Origins maybe I dismissed SG-1 a little little too early there yeah I mean I didn't think it ran until 2007 97 to 2007 and that was happened three years after the movie dropped so I don't know, man. I, I think I think there might be a small niche audience. I, as I learned this weekend, there are a lot of fans of the show Winona Earp. And they were a lot of them at the convention <laughs> this weekend. So, uh, I don't know anything about the show, but I know there were fans there and they're a very passionate fan base. So. Right. I don't know. Well, there we go. I, I, think it, I think it's a good idea, but again, not sustainable. Like, you got, how are you going to keep the servers up? Like, I see this in two years... Netflix or Hulu, just getting them all. Yeah, you know? sell they'll sell it. Yeah, to sell, get more yeah. sell or it'll go back to sci-fi. Sure, under a sci-fi plan. Well, man, that's our news for this week. We made it a whole yes. hour in. Didn't feel like it, does it? Oh man, I, this was definitely an enjoyable uh, hour. Yeah. So, well, thank you for coming out. Uh, anything, anything you learned about the show while you, while you're here? I mean, it's. I'm sitting in a dark room looking at a monitor. Yeah. <laughs> the side of a monitor. Even <laughs> yeah, side of a monitor. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah. And, well, actually, I didn't talk to you about my shelves, did I? No. I went to Ikea this week, put up my shelves, got all my pops up, and uh, I've got one or two pop vinyls at least. So, um, any of these stand out to you, Jason? Just look at I enjoy the Guardians. Okay. Um, I like your uh, Hulkbuster, your Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. They've Thank got, you. uh, you've got them separated. Kind of by series, yes. Out there in your in your man cave and in your office. So, um, yeah, I, the Spider Man ones I didn't think would take up as much space as they did, but those are. I have a lot of Spider Man variety. Yes, yeah. there's almost half a shelf. Yeah, and up top. Yeah, I don't. There's another one somewhere. It must be behind it because I have a see the the green one up there. Yes, I have a red version of that. I just got in the All middle. Right. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I got shelves up. My pop vinyls are up and. Um, I, I think they're pretty cool. Now you get a, you get a pop vinyl to set the hot toys version of it. <laughs> I no. don't know if my wife will. Uh, I, I, I'm on thin ice now. Done. Won't double down, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Pick your battles. Yeah. So, Jason, if people want to, I mean, I don't know if you want people to follow you, find out more about you. You mean anything like that? I, I mean, Twitter? I think I'll really push is this show, Superhero Slate, uh, Destination Comic Store on Shovel yeah. Road. I see Brian, Mitch, Evan, Hunter. Little bird, Did yeah. I miss anybody? Um, not not employee wise. Okay, I'm all more right. of a DNN person. Sure, so all yes. the shows there, yes. and um, you know the videos we do. Uh, I mean, you let us open up 
some of your statues on, yes. on breaking the seal. Like yes, that is correct. A lot yeah. of the, like some of those are from your personal collection. Yes. So that's a and check are. out break the seal with John Myers, and that's what yeah. I, you know. I'll definitely push um, that 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 shop and the shows the DNN yeah. and. and um, it's a it's a good community. Yeah. To be a part uh, of. Well, I funny story is I wasn't gonna tell you, but I asked John to be on the show first, but he couldn't do it. So not that you're I second. I'm the backup to the backup. All <laughs> right, I'll see how this yeah. is. Well, I didn't think I'd, I didn't know I'd run into you yesterday. Right. So I asked, I asked as Jason at at the convention, like, you want to swing by and record a show? Let's do it. So yes. So I'm, I'm glad you're here. So thank you, thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. And you can always find me on Twitter at Valdan V A L D A N. Uh, you can head over to Comic UI. You can listen to the other show, Film Side Chats, or go to just YouTube, search the DNN, and see all the videos we got. We we release a new Destination Louisville video this week for um, the Weightless Float Center, where you go sit in the the water and close the tank for a while. Yeah, I don't know about that, <laughs> but uh, and always I'm gonna do Mike's part here because please because this is this is where he he's got this down to an art. As always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That's where you can you know find all our show notes and other bits of news. You can also find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitchler. You can subscribe to us and get us right in your email inbox. You can always head over to Facebook and like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or follow us on Instagram. Uh, Mike actually broke the, the the Shazam news to me on Instagram before I even right. got to the computer that day. And as always, uh, I'm looking at Jason wearing a Superhero Slate shirt right yes. now. Um, and you can head over to superheroslate.com slash store and buy t-shirts. We got long, I wore a long sleeve shirt yesterday at the convention. It was, cause it was cold. That was nice. Got sweaters, jackets, anything you want. Head over and get that there. And, um, and as always, be a super fan of the show like Jason. Yes. Share a show with a buddy. Share a show with a pal. And as always, we'll be here next week uh, with a Thor Ragnarok review episode as well. So Looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And I guess we'll see you guys next week. All right. Very good. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. As my daughter is eating uh, broccoli and cheese mixed with applesauce. That's broccoli and cheese soup mixed with applesauce. In the morning. Right when I was leaving.